0: Welcome to the Cosmic Dispatch, a show about bodies, celestial and earthbound, time, experience and the relationship between all of them. I'm your host, Corinne Nakasue, and good afternoon. I hope you're having a nice Mother's Day for those of you who celebrate. Um, Happy Mother's Day, Mom, and to my aunties and everyone out there who takes good care of other people, animals, the plants, flowers. Um, who grows food. Um, I'm not doing a Mother's Day show today because why the hell is Mother's Day during Taurus season? Everyone knows that Mother's Day belongs in cancer season. Um, We'll be talking more about mother-related things, the maternal, in a couple of months. But this is the last week of Taurus season and it goes out with a bang. Honestly, the astrology of this week has a has the feel as I was sort of telling Peter it, but it has the feel like of a, a 1980s soap opera it's over the top with drama and power struggles and and even gargantuan beauty and indulgence and it could be fun for some might be very stressful for others but i do believe this week will not go unnoticed. We also have a new moon in Taurus right at the end of Taurus season, which is unusual. Um, I've been doing this show for about a year and a half. And when I started doing the new moon music shows, I was using the new moon to introduce the archetypes and the feel of the season. But ever since we had those two Aries new moons this spring, things have shifted. So today's new moon show will be more of a farewell to the season. And really, this is this week for me when I look at the astrology, it, it looks like the Met Gala of farewell parties. And let, let me just give you a quick rundown of what i'm covering today so first today may 14th mercury stations direct after three weeks of retrograde motion in taurus tomorrow may 15th mars and cancer trains neptune and pisces may 16th jupiter enters taurus that's a huge deal Um, may 17th jupiter squares pluto and that starts to set up what we call a T-square formation. Um, and then on the 19th we have a new moon in Taurus. On May 20th Mars enters Leo and right when it enters Leo it opposes Pluto as well. Um, has a, It has a meeting with Pluto just like Jupiter does a few days before. And this ramps up this T-square configuration. And by sunday it taps the newly newly christened sun in gemini the following day that's on sunday Um, and so yeah i'm gonna try to cover as, as much as i can throughout the next few weeks I'll probably do a deeper dive but I just want to like give a lay of the land today because a lot of each of these things actually deserves more attention than I'm able to give in an hour so that's that's what the week looks like and now this isn't this isn't a crazy week that there there isn't um, crazy astrology Um, lots of you know energy flying around oh my god what's happening it's not that but it is bold, it's commanding and it takes up space and it knows what it wants. It wants to announce its presence and have some fanfare and have people bow (laughs) as it walks by. There's a lot of fixed energy this week. This week is about making a move or a strong declaration It's taking a stand um, This week is wearing its power suit um, Already if you, if you hear like tiny little breaks It's because I'm drinking water Because I'm going to be talking a lot So here's, here's one of those breaks Okay Now before we get into the minutiae of this week, I just want to remind you that you can share your astrological experiences and musings, ask questions and give us show and guest recommendations by emailing us at thecosmicdispatch@gmail.com. at gmail.com and you can stay up to date with all of the Cosmic Dispatch content on our Instagram and if you think you would be a great guest or if you have a project you'd like to promote, let us know. Mandy Sheeler will be there on the other end to collect your info and questions and you can also sign up for our monthly newsletter which includes monthly horoscopes, moon reports, bonus content and information about workshops and also consultation schedules and yes my books are open for June I had a bit of a a schedule shift and I wasn't going to see anyone in June but I can see some people so I would Um, get on that if that's something that you are interested in and also before I forget this is fairly new subscribe to the Cosmic Dispatch on YouTube if you're a visual person or if you would like to read a transcript okay let's (laughs) I'm gearing up for this report let's take a look at the week ahead so mercury stations direct today it has been retrograde for three weeks in the sign of taurus we had the opportunity to slow down backtrack and ask questions about value and worth when we ask the question is it worth it it makes us stop and assess the value of something We also got to assess our assets, our possessions, and ask questions like, do I really have the resources? Is this something that will pay off in the future or in the end? And is this worthy of my time, energy, or money? In Taurus, we're doing a cost-benefit analysis of things. We also get to think with our bodies. Um, We got to think a lot about what our body wants, needs, um, what it desires. And we got to weigh in, our body got to weigh in on our mental processes. And I think this also slows everything down for the better. We can change our minds a lot faster than we can change actual Things, um, actual material things. We can change our minds faster than we can change our position or circumstance. And now that Mercury is turning direct, it doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, now it's time to, you know, get moving, start something quickly, because Mercury is still in Taurus. It's a slower sign and it's still in its shadow. In fact, it doesn't leave its retrograde shadow until May 31st. And then until then, we're gearing up to move. We're taking a nice long time to prepare to make a move after a long deliberation. And then we can make a move more easily in June. This next aspect on the 15th should actually help us be patient and gracefully feel our way through. Mars in Cancer, trines Neptune in Pisces, and this just looks like dance to me. Um, Trines are flowing and supportive aspects, and we have two planets in water signs. In the days surrounding the 15th, we can move things with fluidity, imagination and sensitivity without getting bogged down in emotions actually emotions they flow they move more freely um, with this configuration and we can use emotions to inspire so it's a, it's an emotional aspect but the emotions don't get in the way they support And this not only looks like dance to me, it also looks like music. So the first couple of days this week start feeling pretty nice, maybe like things are opening up, and I think they definitely are. And then we get to May 16th, and Jupiter enters Taurus, where it will stay for a whole year. I think things still will feel like they're opening up, but this is a big shift in and of itself. And even today, as we're speaking, um, Jupiter is in the last degree of Aries. It's in the 29th degree of Aries. That's an anoretic degree. It's an extreme degree. It's an unstable degree because it's about, it's, it's full of Aries and it's about to tip over. Um, So, when Jupiter was in Aries on and off for the past year, we received gifts for, we we received gifts and we also received um, growth and expansion for our individuality, our speed, our daring. And in Taurus, we receive gifts and expansion for our patience and ability to stand our ground and not waver. And I'm sure you can see the double-edged sword in this. In some cases, incremental progress and being thorough and methodical are exactly what we need. And in other cases, these things can be viewed as being obstinate, um, change-resisting, and stubborn. Jupiter is fueling both sides of this coin. Jupiter and Taurus also increases appetite. The urge is stronger to indulge in the things we find pleasurable, maybe even take more than we need of these things and maybe even hoard. We could get a little greedy with whatever we think of as mine. Depending where Taurus falls in your chart, this could represent my resources and not yours, my loved ones, my ideas, my values, and so on. That's something to watch for. But what I'm looking forward to in this upcoming Jupiter in Taurus year is an expanded experience and support um, of things like the natural world, raw beauty and sensuality in all its forms and a thicker, more luxurious pace. Jupiter and Aries had us really hopped up on adrenaline and that can be fun sometimes, but it can also be really aggressive. And I don't know about you, but I have some... Excitement fatigue, <laughs> um, It it's tiring to be, um, have that much adrenaline always coursing through your veins and always like being ready for anything at a moment's notice. Um, I'm looking forward to a year of expanded Venus, which is the ruler of Taurus, as opposed to an expanded Mars, which is the ruler of Aries. But there is more to this Jupiter in Taurus story this week. When Jupiter hits zero degrees Taurus, it comes into a square aspect, which is a tense aspect, with a very still and powerful Pluto at zero degrees Aquarius. Zero, de- zero degrees of fixed signs and air signs, so Fixed signs, we're looking at Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius. Air signs, we're looking at Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. Um, Zero degrees for those signs, that's a hot degree for the rest of the month. Any planet that passes through zero degrees, fixed or air, is going to have a meeting with Pluto. Lord of the underworld. No biggie, right? Just the Lord of the Underworld um, and, and God of Transformation. So, here comes Jupiter. Now, remember, in Greek mythology, Jupiter is Zeus, God of Gods. Jupiter, if you can imagine, comes sauntering into Taurus with a, a glass of, no, a bottle of wine in one hand and a big turkey leg. In the other Draped in the most beautiful garments Smelling of roses Pockets overflowing with gold coins You get the picture And he runs into Pluto Lord of the underworld And Pluto is hanging out In Aquarius Totally unimpressed And he says to Jupiter You may be rich And wide and expansive But I'm powerful All powerful and deep like fathomless. You better watch your back and not get too comfortable because, and this is Pluto in Aquarius, I know everything. I got some intel about you and all your stuff that's going to make you very uncomfortable. Already sounds kind of like a soap opera, right? Well, that's what we have building. It's like like an 80s era evening soap opera. specifically sort of like dynasty or Dallas right with the big hair big shoulder pads um, over the top um, outfits egregious amounts of money um, big declarations and showdowns high drama power plays and among other things Pluto symbolizes hidden power and manipulation The Jupiter-Pluto square alone isn't what puts this week, especially this weekend, over the top. So there's more. On the 20th, we have Mars entering Leo. When Mars enters zero degrees Leo, it opposes Pluto and starts moving into a square with Jupiter. Now, Mars in Leo is what brings the drama and the big hair <laughs> and possibly some loud music and the result is a fixed T square over the weekend. Mars squared Jupiter doesn't perfect until Sunday, but we'll definitely feel it before then. And the atmosphere that this configuration creates is one of big egos vying for power and control. Perhaps playing a little dirty and throwing everything they have into getting what they want. Now, Jupiter, by standing its ground, that's how Jupiter is going to contribute to this this power dynamic. Jupiter is going to stand its ground and hoard its resources. And Pluto, lord of the underworld. I'm just saying that to be dramatic but Pluto by um, maybe some dirty dealing and manipulation, things that are underground and Mars, the god of war by weaponizing things like glamour or star power or political or social position. Sound like a little too much? Well, it is. (laughs) I mean, okay, That's, that's one scenario. What else could this look like? Um, It could look like a decadent orgy. It could be a literal or metaphorical night at the opera. And it could be really useful for anyone trying to assert some control or power in their own lives or to overcome an illness or addiction. Pluto wants to uncover and possibly heal some things with Mars and Jupiter by showing them the underbelly of their character. That's a possibility. This drama goes on into the early part of next week as Mars and Jupiter perfect their square and the Sun moves into Gemini to complete that whole saga and we'll talk about that more next week. So that's kind of a a part two to all of this. And in the midst of all of that, uh, we have a new moon in Taurus perfecting on the 19th. This new moon happens at 28 degrees and 25 minutes of Taurus. That's just a degree and a half away from that zero degree point. This new moon is embroiled in this T-square by way of making an out-of-sign sign trine to Pluto and a sextile to Mars in the anoretic degree, here we go again with the 29 degrees um, 29 degrees of cancer so this is full up with cancer unstable ready to tip over into Leo there are some astrologers who would argue that this lunation is a bigger deal than the eclipse we had just two weeks ago Even though this lunation is what officially ushers us out of eclipse season. And I'm on the fence. I just want to see how it goes. But it is, it's super powerful. And we're tapping into a lot of power. Some of it probably hidden. And if you, if you work with the lunations, this could be an opportunity to tap into parts of yourself that hold a certain amount of strength fortitude or wisdom you didn't know you had there's a bit of a a buried treasure element going on here it's what I think of when I think of marathon runners or writers or people who've been ill or fighting for something for a long time and and they just don't know if they have anything left to continue the journey or the fight and then they dig down deep into their being and they find all kinds of resources of strength, perseverance, knowledge and not only are they able to continue they're stronger and richer for it so that's the constructive spin on this week that is, that's there for you um I'll be talking again more more about this configuration next week because there is a part two to this saga. Um so I hope you all do something constructive. This weekend, or at least enjoy some down and dirty secret fun, right? Um, Up to you. And you can join me next week as I and my friend Jillian, Jillian Sweeney, will be joining me next week. And we're going to welcome Gemini season and continue part two of the Mars, Jupiter, Pluto T square drama. And I didn't get to talk. As I was saying at the top of the show, I didn't get to talk a lot about Mars in Leo as its own placement, so I will try to do that. And I barely scratched the surface with Jupiter in Taurus as its own placement. But I also, in Sunday's show, I want to get into the embodied story of Gemini. We tend to get so up in our heads when we work with Gemini, but Gemini symbolizes movement, agility, flexibility. These are all things we can feel with our bodies. I highly recommend next week's show for those of you who have um, the moon in Gemini and want to get a deeper perspective of the sign of Gemini. I also encourage you to go through the archives of older shows because there's a lot of evergreen astrology content in there aside from the current transits. And I really try hard to not repeat myself so just don't think that um because you know there's a a show from last year that there's nothing in it um we talk a lot about uh, the concepts and theory and philosophies around astrology so our time is coming to an end don't get into any trouble this week unless you want to be good to yourselves and others and i will see you next week same time same place Bye-bye. The Cosmic Dispatch is a weekly show that uses astrology as a catalyst for conversations with people from all walks of life, an exercise in making astrology an accessible part of your week. You can find out more about my work at www.astrologybycori.com.